Ford. I'm Dan Kurtzke. And I'm Chad Bokelman. And this is the Lantern Cast. Episode 147. Nice. You remembered. 147 or so? (laughs) (laughs) Question mark? (laughs) Uh, This is our annual holiday gift guide. Indeed. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess... Since uh, since I probably have to specify, this is for gifts that <laughs> <laughs> the Green Lantern fan in your life would uh, would appreciate and would like to receive. We think. Uh, no one's gonna know why that's funny. <laughs> Maybe they will. Who knows? Yeah. Okay, so uh, you guys, you guys want to start? Um, go ahead, Dan. <laughs> uh, I like I think I like to think none of us actually have lists. We just keep hoping we can play off of each the other person. <laughs> no, we have lists. I have lists. I have a list. All right, I'm gonna start with something that I just recently had a ball with. Uh, it's not exactly new. But it is the Green Lantern Rise of the Manhunters video game for Xbox and PS3. Not the Wii one. That shit's awful. <laughs> this one, like, I just got, I got to play through this thing beginning to end. And, you know, kind of the rule of thumb with movie based video games or video games that tie into movies is that they're shit. This is, this is, as just a game in general, this thing is okay. As a game tied into a movie, this is phenomenal. Especially if you're a Green Lantern fan already. I mean, there's there's nothing really, like, deep about it. <laughs> it's... <laughs> so which, which uh, game station are you playing it on? Sound older, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Xbox 360. It is. I mean, look, it's it, realistically this could have been the the sequel movie because it kind of picks up like Hal Jordan's a Green Lantern already. Him and Sinestro are going on missions, darting across space, trying to figure out who has been reactivating Manhunters and what the end game is. And it's basically like this like sci-fi alien world beat em up that takes you it takes you all over the place it takes you to Bayat, to oa to zamaron it plays around with a bunch of the other spectrum colors like at one point queen agapo is going around with you and she's using violet energy to like help take out bad guys in your group uh fear power comes into the story in a big way there's like hope blue light meteorites that can increase your rings charge or whatever and they've got like this like really big array of constructs and different like things you can play with. So like just as a Green Lantern fan, if you want to just like sit down for an hour or two and just like have a ball, this is a great way to spend it. Now, why is the Wii version so bad? The the Wii is basically it's basically a GameCube with motion controls. So it's not powerful enough to support the same kind of games as an Xbox or a PS3. So they had to basically make 
a different game from the ground up for the Wii, and it's it's it is your typical movie tie-in game where it's it's so long and so repetitive and so it's not it's one of those games where it's difficult not because of any legitimate reason, but because the game mechanics don't work quite right. But there's there's like a two or three good things about it too. But like don't don't confuse these. Do you have the willpower <laughs> to stay awake while playing? No, no, you don't. And it's cool because like you can like a second player can co- like pop in and out at any point and play a Sinestro. So, it's great. Like, one of the last constructs you get is uh, you can actually make a giant jet and throw it at the bad guy. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if you guys did this, but, like, I looked for price points, too. And, like, you can find this thing anywhere between, like, 11 and $40. And just as a reference, I do all my Christmas shopping through Amazon, so that's where I found all of those. <laughs> <clears throat> I wish I could play those kind of kinds of games, but the something about the uh, the screen turning and everything just gets me sick. So I've unfortunately never had a chance to play the game. Want uh, mm. monsters in it? He's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, I bet he Remember? is. Remember, you were just telling me like three days ago. You called me up in the middle of the night. I was like stirred from sleep. I'm like, what, Chad? Is everything okay? And you're like, dude, Amonser totally my favorite so you said to me I must be sleep dialing people again because <laughs> I don't remember this uh. <laughs> okay yeah <laughs> who's next um let's uh I guess I guess I'll kind of piggyback off of uh Dan's Woo-hoo. um one of mine is uh Green Lantern DVDs um or Blu-rays whatever you prefer or Blu-ray 3D um, what you can do is, uh, I mean, who doesn't like some live action or animated, uh, Green Lantern goodness? And plus, you know, it doesn't take up a whole lot of space. So, um, get, uh, the Green Lantern fan or yourself, uh, a Green Lantern movie of some sort or TV series. I mean, you've got First Flight, uh, you've got, uh, the, 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 which is the first animated movie. Uh, you've got Emerald Knights, which is more of an anthology, but, uh, of, uh, animated uh, stories uh you've got of course the green lantern movie itself um as well as you have the first quote-unquote season of the green lantern animated series on dvd now so any one of those would make uh, an awesome uh addition to any green lantern fans uh, collection who doesn't i mean really they should already have it i mean they're not that expensive, and they're all over the place, so I'm pretty sure. And, and, and Green Lantern uh, in uh, TV or, or live-action media is very rare, so I'm assuming most people already have it. But if not, uh, pick it up, and if, if if they have none of the four, I would highly suggest Emerald Knights, the animated movie, or the TV series animated series. Uh, I think both of those are, uh, of the four, the, the pick of the litter there, so... Well, that's two more on my list. <laughs> yeah, because I mean the Red Lantern, uh, the Red Lantern, the Green Lantern season, like that. Jo- that show is phenomenal. It's 
it's a complete story. Even if it's like the, just the first half of the first season, it's a complete story arc. It's the full Red Lantern's story, their whole saga, if you want to call it that. You could watch that thing beginning to end, think you got a full season, and it's like it's you can you can find it online between six and twenty bucks. So like there's like like I like Chad said, there is no excuse. Get it? And <laughs> and same with Emerald Knights, like like the Blu-ray or the DVD, like that is a great movie. We need to do a commentary or something for it. Or just talk about that damn thing at some point. We need to do a lot of things. <laughs> yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. But just for reference, you can get the Emerald Knights Blu-ray between five and twenty-five dollars. Sweet. Nice. So, like, come on, come on. You should have it already. Do it. <laughs> okay. Now, for my list, I went in a different direction. Um, Did you go to Etsy again? No, actually, I like to change it up. <laughs> you know, I like to keep everybody guessing. So uh, I, there are plenty of stu- you know awesome things to find on Etsy, but um, no, this time I went with like craft ideas because I mean I think a lot of people are like making things more often now. Um, the like do-it-yourself kind of movement is I guess is gaining a lot of traction, and people have been making a lot of really cool stuff. And when you get a handmade gift. You know, there's always, you know, something very special about it. You know, if somebody put time and effort into making something for you, and hopefully it came out decent, <laughs> um, you know, that, that could be a really cool gift. So, yeah, so that's that's what I, I went for. And uh, the first one on my list is uh, a custom mug. Um, now, you could go into, you know, most, most hobby stores, Michael's, AC Moore, um, I think Hobby Lobby is the other one. Uh, mm-hmm. Pick up just a blank porcelain mug. They, you know, I think everybody has them, and they're usually pretty cheap, you know, a couple of bucks. And usually in the paint department, um, sometimes it's not in the main paint department. It's in, like, a craft paint department. They actually have paints that you can use on porcelain. You know, it's actual porcelain paint. And if you, if you can't find it, you ask anybody at the stores and they'll help you find it. Now, what's cool about this is that, you know, you paint a design on, on the mug. You know, say the Green Lantern symbol and, you know, say you're getting it for a guy named Rich. You know, you could write, you know, Rich of Earth. You have the ability to overcome great fear. Welcome to the Green Lantern Corps. You know, something like that. You know, you write it in like a like a green energy kind of design. You have to use a couple of layers to make sure, you know, you really get good coverage of the paint. But then, you know, once your design is all painted on, you put the mug in the oven for about a half hour for 300 degrees. And when it comes out, like that, that design that you painted on there will be like cured onto the mug. So it won't wash off, and you know you have like this enduring gift that you can give to somebody that's completely one of a kind. Um, I, I thought that was a cool idea. It is. Hmm. For sure. Sorry, I got lost on ETSY. I've never checked out the site for Green Lantern material before, and now I think I've about less two hundred dollars. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, not for nothing, Chad, but like half of, uh, actually, no, I think everything off my list last year was from Etsy. <laughs> and this is the first time you're going. Uh, um, well, I just found a Green Lantern table. That's cool. Uh, sorry, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Dan, your turn. <laughs> uh, Alright, well, let's look at something for the kids then. Uh, have you both seen the Imagine Next Planet Oa playset? Yes. There, there goes one of mine off my list. Ha ha! <laughs> Shut you down. <laughs> this thing, it's, it's, it's what it sounds like. It's basically they took like a, like a chunk of Oa, put some Green Lanterns in it, and made it a playset. Like it's you, I think it comes with what two, three figures. I think you get Hal, Kilowog, and Chip, uh, and this is like their their space age home base. Lots of like dome facilities. I think there's like a medical bay. There's some cannons. There's some like you can have them fly around on this like this big like plastic squiggly tendril. Uh, it's like parts of it light up. And it's just like a cool like place for your your toys to like live and fight off bad guys or whatever. It looks it looks awesome. The figures it comes from comes with are like nice and cartoony exaggerated and it's for something like this I would exp- it's fairly affordable it's like eight between 18 and 30 dollars now the the age group for that one I think is around like four years old yeah three to eight mm-hmm. or 40 in our case <laughs> um, did you guys yeah I, do you guys have any of the other like younger? age action figures on your lists? I have one. Okay. Um, yeah, it depends. Yeah, so I might have one. Okay, so I'll, I'll hold that off for you guys. But, yeah, <laughs> no, the and actually, the uh, the OA playset, um, I remember seeing, I was in, because I, I noticed that as soon as the, it came out. I'm like, oh, that's so cool. They actually are creating, you know, Green Lantern playsets now. Which I'm not gonna buy it and hold on to it for four years for James, but <laughs> it is it is very cool. Now is that, just, is that because you would take it out and play with it yourself, and it wouldn't last until he No, no, no. I just I don't want to have to store that for you know that many years. But I was in I was in some store and I happened <laughs> to notice another Imaginex playset, and like normally I would not notice because it wasn't Green Lantern related, but. <laughs> The design of the playset, it was the exact same thing as the Green Lantern playset, just not green. It was like, you know, all cast and other plastics and stuff like that. So huh. I, th- I just thought it was funny that they, you know, they got a, an Owen playset out of it and then also like, I don't know, like a fire station or kind of thing. Nice. Which came first? I'm not sure. I don't remember seeing the fire station, but then I never really looked for it. Yeah, I picked this because uh, every time you talk about toys or something like that, every time they talk about toys over on CGS, um, Shane is always bringing up anything Imaginex his kids just love. Yeah, they um, have like a bat cave, I think. Yeah, so it, 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 he's just always talking about those types of sets and what they put out, how much quality are and how much fun they are and stuff like that. And for Green Lantern to have something... That uh, that awesome is definitely something you would have to 
to uh, check out with so many of our Lantern cast family, you know, just now having kids and stuff like that. And, you know, Jim himself just had a kid and everything. It's, you know, I had to put something kid related on the list. So, so it's on there. Um, my turn. Yep. Sure. Okay. Um, since you guys mentioned possibly kid related figures, um, I'm going to go with the action league. Um, Yes. Figures. Um, I'm not sure if that's what either one of you were going to bring up, but um, nope. Action Action League is um, those little bitty. Uh, I want to say what they're about two, three inches tall, something like that. Um, Smaller. They're than very. That. Uh, they're very. They're very blocky, um, and they're uh, almost essentially one piece because you know they're kind of hard to pull apart. Um, I think that it'd be kind of cool for a little kid to just throw around and stuff like that. Um, they've got, you know, White Lantern, Sinestro, and Lara Fleas, and they've got like a, what's his name? Is it Zillius Zox from the Red Lanterns? And yeah. all, all kinds of things. They're, they're just fun little blocky, cartoony looking figures. They're pretty cool. Uh, and they're very and they're very cheap, and they come in sets of two, uh, uh, usually. So I would definitely... Uh, I would definitely say uh, the act, the action lead figures are definitely something to get. They have a very hard to find Larflees with Glomulus. Mm-hmm. Glomulus is like a construct that shoots out Larflees' ring, and he's clutching his battery. Mm. I, I actually I really want to get Larflees from my collection. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you laughing at over there? I'm laughing at Lauren. She's making me laugh. <laughs> She's making fun of my bug design idea. <laughs> no, the Action League's uh, figures are awesome. Um, yeah, those those are very cool. I think actually the the uh, the Larflees and the Hal Jordan with his construct mm-hmm. are like among the last that are uh, solicited. So went out on a bang, huh? Well, yeah, I mean, like, they may make more, um, and I would hope so, because it looks like they have, like, a brand new packaging and, you know, like, a way of doing it with the Larflees wave. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we haven't actually seen anything past that, so it's kind of disappointing. Yeah. Well, they got a lot of material out of it. Mm-hmm. <coughs> okay. So, hey. what? I dip back into Imaginex for a second. Oh God! <laughs> the um, because they have a number of Hal Jordans that each come with like a vehicle. You know, you got Hal Jordan and like a Moon Rover, Hal Jordan and a motorcycle, and all these are greens. So they can be constructs if you want them to be. And Hal Jordan with the jet. Yeah, that's the one I'm gonna point out here because I actually, there's. I have this. Oh okay. Because, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go on about it then, but if there's one construct accessory Hal Jordan should come with, it should be a jet. Because what else is he going to throw at people? <laughs> go on, take it, take it. Oh, yeah, no, this this came out, like, I don't know, like two, three years ago? It's been out for a long time, I know. Uh, this, this was actually the first thing that, you know, the first way that you could get Hal Jordan as an Imaginex figure. Huh. And when I saw that, yeah, like, I, I thought it was fantastic. It's, you know, it's really cool. It has, I think it fires, like, two missiles. 
Three. S- three missiles? Oh, it comes with three. It might Whatever. Um, you know, it has a little uh, chamber that I think opens up. Yeah, a little cockpit to open up to uh, put the Hal Jordan figure in. Um, yeah, no, it's it's really it's neat. It's cute. I this is one thing that you know, like I have like basically a uh, a drawer full of toys that I kind of cycle through at work to display on my desk, and uh, it's de- it's definitely in that pile. And you know, once James is old enough, I'll uh, I'll give it to him. Is but, it still in its box right now? Oh no, no. <laughs> Definitely not. But yeah. yeah, no, it that's that's very cool. That stuff is very it's cute, it's well made. You know, that's that that's that's definitely worth the money. What's your goal? I mean, since you guys are talking about the, you know, like kid toys and stuff like that, uh, one one other thing that I'll throw out there is the <laughs> DC Super Friends Fisher Price Little People. What now how is that? <laughs> okay. If you've ever seen like little people, it's like these little like um, they're kind of like plasticky figures, and you know like up till now they've always done like um, you know like a farmer or a policeman and stuff like that. Well, they started making superheroes. So like as soon as I saw Green Lantern, it's a two pack of figures that comes with Green Lantern and Superman. And then they also have a two-pack with Batman and the Joker, and another two-pack with Wonder Woman and uh, Batgirl. Oh, okay, these things. Yeah, then they're, you know, they're big, chunky figures. They don't have any, like, moving parts, but they're made for kids age one to four. So, yeah, so I scooped up Green Lantern, definitely had to put that aside for James. I think, actually, I bought that before he was even born. Aw, He's hugging his battery. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, what you call it? My a buddy of mine actually ended up getting me all three of them, so I actually have a double of Green Lantern, which I don't think that's going to be a problem because they say you know kids lose their toys when you know all the time, so it's good to have a backup on that. But then they also have like the the play sets and and uh, you know like the vehicles. So you can get Batman and the and the you know the the Batcave, and that one comes with Robin. And then they also have Batman with a Batmobile, and I think it's like a different you know color painted Batman. And the thing that's the cutest is Wonder Woman, and she comes with her invisible jet. It's oh. like it's like an actual like clear plastic jet. That's awesome. So. Yeah, so James is gonna have all the little figures, and once you know, once he gets old enough, I'll actually get him the Batcave too. Did you see that they have uh, Green Lantern driving a little construct car? Oh, oh, that's something different. Those are uh, those are the Fisher Price Little People cars, and like it's the characters, and they're molded into the cars, and they're again big chunky cars, you know, for kids to play with. And they have, again, all the superheroes molded into, you know, color-specific cars. And then they also have a Batcave, you know, kind of thing where you can, you know, ride all the cars around, huh. like the tracks and stuff like that. <laughs> nice. So, yeah, it's it's really, it's nice that you have those options for, you know, very young kids. Yeah, this is really cool. 
They're so doughy and happy. Yep. <laughs> Dan? Back to me? All right. <clears throat> I'm going to knock out the rest of my list right now. <laughs> oh, good. Because <laughs> um, I decided... I, I, got, I did all that stuff first. And I'm like, you know what? There should be some comics on this list. So, <clears throat> I'm going to recommend the first trade paperback of New Guardians, which I think we can agree has been our favorite book over the last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, collects the first seven issues. You can get between 12 and $20. I would recommend going to InStockTrades.com for this and my next one, as opposed to Amazon, just because, I don't know, they, they do comics better. I, I have more success with them. <laughs> and, and also... I decided, you know what, what the hell? Blackest Night, trade paperback or hardcover. It's $10 to $17, depending on your preference. It's a solid story, drawn amazingly. And it's it's zombie-killing fun in this, the heyday of the zombie. So, go for it. Now, if they could get the... the was it the Omnibus? No, the Absolute. Yeah. Blackest Night uh, Absolute. For was I think the retail is a uh, hundred. So if they could get that for fifty from DCBS or thereabouts, would you say that would be worth it? I is there a Blackest Night Absolute? Yes. Uh, yeah. Sure? Yes, but it's it only comes with the free comic book day uh, issue. It comes with the Untold Tales of the Blackest Night issue, and it comes with all of the uh, Blackest Night miniseries. Uh, or the eight issue series, <laughs> Green Lantern or Green Lantern Core. Neither of those are included. I had no idea this existed. Um, for how? Yeah, much? we talked about it in the last episode. Oh yeah. well. So it's what? It's what was it? Fifty bucks? You said? Well, if it, if it's a hundred dollars retail, and you get it through DCBS, you're probably looking <laughs> at like fifty, sixty bucks or so. So okay. at fifty bucks, would you say it's worth it? Fifty bucks for the main miniseries plus the the what was it the the tie-in zero, minis this, zero no, the zero issue and the untold tales. In absolute size, so it's a little bigger than normal. Yeah. If it's if it's half price, probably. How many? Wait. Seven, eight, nine, I think I might be missing nine. it too. So it would basically be ten issues, right? Because that thing was like seven. I don't even remember how long Blackest Night was. <laughs> eight issues. Eight. Yeah, so it would be like ten or eleven issues. Absolute size. <laughs> eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, for fifty bucks, it seems like it should have more in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for a hundred dollars, it seems like it should have a lot more in it. Yeah. Even if you're getting it at half price, but yeah. Fortunately, you can go to in stock trades and just the core story in trade or hardcover for ten to seventeen dollars. Yeah. <laughs> Did they put out like a uh, a director's cut? Yes, I think that might be what else is in there that I'm missing, because I could have sworn there was something else in there. There's a director's cut of um, the free comic book day issue. 
Right. Oh, yeah, remember, the Untold Tales we, of Blackest Night. The three remember we hated that? Yeah. Yeah, we hated that. No, the first issue was good, the second issue was bad, and the third issue was horrendous. And the backup thing, the director's cut of the number zero, yeah. was terrible. Yeah, well, that was in the third issue. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so don't and get that, the absolute. <laughs> no, no. The, I think I think the director's cut that it comes with is the actual Blackest Night director's cut issue. Like it, there was there was the director's cut that came in the the third issue of the Tales of the Core miniseries, but there was an actual Blackest Night director's cut issue. It was like super thick. Remember? Nope. Oh wait, yeah, yes. I ended yes. up not getting it. That's why I don't remember it. I, I do have it. it I, that one was actually pretty good. So I feel I, like it, I did buy that. Yeah, it was pretty thick. Um, so I don't. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah. Sorry. Cool. Well, okay. I'm, well, I'm out. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> so my turn. Yeah, sure. All right. So in keeping with uh, what Dan just said. Um, this is your comments. last one too. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, not by any means. <laughs> oh man, uh, comics. Um, just kind of knocking uh, a bunch of ideas out at once. Uh, you can get a classic appearance of Green Lantern in like a Silver Age or, God forbid, if you have the money to spend, uh, Golden Age appearance. Um, you know, uh, a lot of us uh, fans of of the character. Um, probably our collections maybe go back to the 80s or 90s, and if you're a more of a hardcore fan, you probably have a few Silver Age issues as well. But uh, not everybody does, um, so for the Green Lantern fan, maybe get a classic issue or, or appearance of Green Lantern. Um, or uh, if you'd rather not spend a bu- that much money on a single issue and maybe give your uh, Green Lantern fan more content, um uh, for the price of uh, of what you'd spend on one Silver Age issue or Golden Age issue. Uh, specifically, I'd recommend a couple of trades, maybe the uh, Golden Age Archive editions of Green Lantern or the, um, or the perhaps, uh, the, my, I would particularly would, would recommend the, um, Green Lantern, Green Arrow trade that just came out. It's the complete Denny O'Neill series. Uh, Green Lantern, Green Arrow tra- uh, trade. It was like, what, 20 bucks when it came out? So that's awesome to have, and it's very, very historic comics. So, yeah, so classic issues or classic trade uh, collections of, of issues would definitely be something you should get. Yeah, yeah, that that trade, the Denny O'Neill trade. You know, Denny O'Neill, Neil Adams... Can't you can't really go wrong with that? Mm-mm. Yeah, unless you especially buy it at if the convention. They, yeah, well, <laughs> especially if if the person you're buying stuff for doesn't already have that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess if they have it, you probably don't need another one. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. So okay. Uh, this next one that I have is a little complicated, but <laughs> so completely worth it. Okay, and now um, it's wood transfers. What you can do is um, there's a stuff called gel medium, and you can get it at any craft store. 
Uh, I use uh, it's made by Liquitex, and it's you know Liquitex matte gel medium. Um, you don't want the gloss. What you do is you you find like a piece of wood. Um, you can go to like a Home Depot and you know have a piece of wood cut, or you can just go to the craft store and they have like you know pieces that are already cut. They have nice smooth you know edges with designs and stuff like that. You know, look for something that's rectangular, uh, about the, roughly the size of a comic book. Then you you know you find some either a piece of comic art that you really love or a comic cover, either one, and you know you have to get a digital image of you know that. So you either scan it or look for it online. Um, now. One, one small little thing is that, you know, you have to have an image um, program that can flip it so you get the mirror image of it. Uh, then I would suggest going to either like a Staples or um, FedEx office slash Kinko's office mags, any of those places, and they will print out the image in, in color on a laser printer. Uh, you have to basically get it the image printed out on a laser printer. So... If you want it done in black and white, you know, a lot, you know, most workplaces have have that, and they don't mind if you make one copy. Um, so you have this printout. You know, I, again, I suggest go to Staples, because that way, when you go there, you say, listen, I want it on the thinnest paper you have, and I'll tell you why in a minute. They print it out in vibrant color. Maybe you get two, just in case, you know, the first one doesn't work out too perfect, but... Once you have this this uh, page, this printout of of the comic cover, and you have your piece of wood, and you have your gel medium, you use a paintbrush, you spread the gel medium all over the wooden block. Then you take the the art and you face it ink side down, you know, the image side down onto the wood, you know, and then you smooth it out. Uh, what they suggest you use is like um, either like a gift card or a credit card kind of thing, something that's rigid and, you know, thin like that, you know, plastic, you rub it all around the back to, like, really smooth it out, get out any extra um, gel medium, and you let it sit for eight hours. Now, after the thing is, like, completely dried, um, and it doesn't take too long, you know, the eight hours should be about, you know, right, you get, like, a sponge or, you know, you basically need to wet down the back of this, this project, and, you know, once the paper is wet, then you kind of, like, rub it very gently until it starts to kind of, like, dissolve, you know, into, like, tiny little pieces of paper. And if you're very careful and very gentle with it, then, you know, it, it's going to rub off more and more. Um, and, you, you know, you want to do this all along, you know, the, uh, the back of this image to eventually get all the paper off. And you may have to re-wet it a few times, but, you know, you have patience, take your time, go easy with it. Once you get all the paper off, the image that you had printed up, that comic book cover, is now going to be on the wood. So it'll it's going to look like somebody printed, like, a comic cover onto a piece of wood. And you actually have, like, the grain of the wood that you can kind of see through the image also. So it's like, it creates this really nice effect... Like if you if you like ha you know somebody's favorite you know comic cover, and 
you do this project for them and you give this to them as a, a gift, like it's going to blow their mind because it's something that you could never find in a store. And, you know, the amount of time and effort that it takes, you know, to do this and to do it right, like this is a gift that would really, you know, knock somebody's socks off. Have you done this yourself? I actually have. I uh, I wanted to. There, there's a few things that I want to do, you know, uh, larger scale. So I tried it something small, and I actually used um, the 3D sonogram picture of James. And for me, like one of the issues that I had was that I didn't get like a hundred percent of the the gel out. So you really do have to be very careful and you do have to have a lot of patience. Since I was just, I was kind of like doing it quick just to see how it turns out. Um, I wasn't as patient as I, I should be. And if you don't have like, you know, the, you know, complete adhesion from the, um, the paper to the wood, then you will have like small, you know, spots where the image does not transfer over. So you, you have to be very thorough. But, like, in the end result, I mean, it's, it's very cool looking. You know, you, you have the image. And, you know, even, even though I, I screwed it up a little, mm. the end result is still very cool. You can, you can totally see the picture. And, and it's just, it's such a neat idea. And, like, I, I really think that if anybody, you know, any Green Lantern fan, if they receive something like this, I, I know that they would love it. Sounds cool, but it sounds super complicated as well. It's not that complicated. It's just that, like, like what I did, getting a small piece of wood and printing out, like, a small photo and trying it out that way so that way you get an idea for it. Because, you know, if you just print out, like, a black and white photo at, at work or whatever on a laser printer, what's that going to cost? Like, a dime? you know, 20 cents for the, the printout or whatever. And then, you know, you, you're going to get the gel medium anyway because you want that for the big project. So I think that was like 7 bucks, and I used a 50% off coupon, you know, so that's very affordable. And then to get like a small piece of wood at Michael's, you're talking about a buck. And then even the larger pieces are like just, you know, 4 bucks, 5 bucks, whatever. And you can get coupons for all those too. So it's it's very affordable, and you know you can sacrifice a dollar to try it out first to make sure you can get it right. Uh, you know it, it just it takes time. It does take time, and it takes effort. But anybody can do it if they really want to try it. You know what doesn't take any time? What's that? Adorning your Christmas tree with a Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern Christmas ornament. <laughs> Yeah, I want that. Yeah, I think, Chad, we saw one of these at the very oddly placed Hallmark, Hallmark booth at New York Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. hanging there. in the. I think it was across the aisle from the Mustache Emporium. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> what? They had a booth where, I, I don't even know what they did. They, they took... A picture of you with a fake mustache, and they like they're dressed like like old timey carnival barkers kind of thing. <laughs> I can't I don't I don't know what why they did that, but 
across the way was Hallmark in all its glory. <laughs> and they had this, this, it's actually, it's a pretty nice ornament. It's, it's got like a nice texture to the base. He's standing on a Green Lantern symbol pedestal. He's charging the ring at the battery that he's holding in his hands. Um, his hair's a little weird, but other than that, it's a, it's a really nice looking ornament. And it lights up, and it it uh it has Ryan Reynolds reciting the uh, Green Lantern oath. Yeah, it's twenty bucks. So there you go. They do Hallmark does geek ornaments good. Oh yeah. I have I have I think last year's Hal Jordan and the uh, Abrams Enterprise oh. from a couple of years before that. That that's fantastic. It really is. I listen. I never put that thing on the tree. I fly it to the tree. Is just <laughs> actually, I think I did that too. Yeah, <laughs> you have to. You, you turn on the lights because that's how you know the engine's working, and then you just like <laughs> just over to the tree. <laughs> oh man! Actually, uh, I think it was a year ago, two years ago, something like that. Lauren got me an ornament. <laughs> the original Star Trek Enterprise. And it, like, it's an ornament, but it also has, like, a bass, and it lights up and plays the entire original theme song. Oh, man. It's... See, these don't hang on the tree. They dock there. Yeah. <laughs> I think this year they have a, uh, a Next Generation Enterprise D. Nice. With a bass. You know what? Screw all this. Just get Enterprise Christmas ornaments. They are amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. There you go, everybody. <laughs> Chad? Um, uh, let's see. Speaking of things that light up, um, oh. one of these things can light up, uh, if you find the right one. Uh, a Green Lantern ring of some kind. Gee, if only there was some sort of comprehensive guide that could help people <laughs> in yeah, their quest. I know. The you know that lists every single Green Lantern ring ever made and with pictures and descriptions and everything it, on online as you listen to the episode about it, yeah. especially one recorded months ago. <laughs> G Jim, where could they find one of those? Oh, I'll tell you where they can find it. They can find it in the future. <laughs> yeah. Well, what you go? Okay, we have the episode recorded. It's it's ready to go. It was basically just waiting for the guide. The guide is pretty much finished, um, which there's going to be upgrades to it, you know, in, in the future. Um, basically, as soon as I can figure out how to design a better a better layout for it, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's going to have it's going to have a list of every ring basically, and. Um, I think we're mm, we're going to be pretty booked up throughout the holidays, so that's probably going to end up getting posted just after the new year or so. Nice. It might get posted sooner, but, you know, thereabouts. Well, we might as well mention one of the best ones, the Toys R Us ring. Yeah, yeah good luck finding that, though, for a good price. Yeah. Maybe it's I'll... Maybe I'll he, sell mine and finance my trip to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> it, it 
came with the what the maskless Hal Jordan right figure. Well, there there's a variation of it. Uh, you can get that diecast mm-hmm. ring, and it did come with maskless Hal Jordan, but that one also has like green paint on the uh, inside of the um, the circle of the emblem. Mm-hmm. So it's for for some reason they decided to differentiate that one from the Toys R Us exclusive where you can just get the ring solo uh, and also like a little keychain that goes with it. I think that one is yeah. a little bit more authentic looking, the one that you buy solo. Yeah, the one I got was just the ring with the chain right. from Toys R Us. Yeah. 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 Uh, my uh, <laughs> actually. My family, we're all doing Secret Santas this year for, you know, for Christmas, and we're we're actually we're using this program called Elfster. The hell is that? <laughs> Use the program. You, you like sign in everybody that you want to do it with their email address, and you put in like restrictions so that spouses won't be buying gifts for spouses, and then you know once everybody. Um, signs into it and says that they want to do it, then you can, uh, you assign names and you press a button and this thing, you know, it, it sends out an email letting the person know who they got. So the person that set it up doesn't know who everybody got. Cause usually when you have a secret Santa thing like that, you know, it's, um, it gets difficult because, you know, well, it gets, it takes some of the, the, the fun away for the guy organizing it because, you know, he already knows who everybody else has. So with yeah, this... You know from experience. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't really have a problem with it, but... Yeah, so so this way, you know, it's random for everybody. And one of the other really cool features of it is that you can create a wish list. And, like, you basically just put in a search term. And I think it's just searching everything on Amazon.com. So, uh, so for whoever got me, like I started adding a bunch of Green Lantern stuff, and one of the things that I added was that maskless Hal Jordan. I'd like to get that that variant ring. <laughs> and bzzzed. and it comes, yeah, it com- I, the way I look at it, it's a buzzed figure that comes with a Hal Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> Comes with a Hal Jordan, a maskless Hal Jordan accessory. Yeah, well, it's like that. Uh, what was it San Diego exclusive a couple of years ago? It was an Orco that comes with a Prince Adam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exact same thing. Or, same people. Uh, last year it was uh, Princess, uh, no Queen, Queen Marlena, that came with Cringer as an accessory. Nice. I'm waiting for like the regular action figure that comes with a Castle Grayskull playset accessory, and it's priced like an action figure. Yeah, yeah that's that's not gonna happen. Now, with that diecast ring, though, and Chad, actually, didn't you get the uh, limited edition preview figure? Sure did. So the diecast ring actually comes with that as well. Yes, it does. Uh, that ring originally retailed for $10, or you could get it with the action figure, which didn't really show up too many places. But um, nowadays, if you if you really want that ring, you, you're going to have to shell out like between 20 and 30 bucks on eBay. Mm-hmm. And it's worth it. Show is. 
the uh, the the paint kind of chips off a little bit if you actually wear it a bunch, but it's still pretty cool. Yeah, but I mean the the ring itself has the kind of like cracky rock look to it anyway, so wear and tear isn't it doesn't stand out like it might on like a more pristine design. Mm-hmm. And uh, what you go just to I'll, I'll kind of lump this idea in with yours. Um, instead of going out and buying a ring, you can also make a ring. Uh, and I think this is this is a really cool idea for for kids. Like if if you have like a, you know a young child and he wants to make something for his dad who is a Green Lantern fan, you can go out and get the craft foam sheets. Um, are you guys familiar with this stuff? think so it's kind of like a like a foam rubber sheet you know it comes in like rectangles and it's really cheap you get it for like a buck for like a big sheet of it and you know you can glue this stuff together with either a hot glue gun or elmer's glue so you don't have to worry about you know burning fingers or anything and you just you cut the foam into any shape you want you know green lantern symbol you know an orange lantern symbol whatever and you glue glue a band onto it or, you know, you get, like, a pipe cleaner, and, you know, you can create a band out of that. And, you know, it's it's a fun little thing. Yeah, it's not a metal ring. It's not something that durable. But if, you know, if you're a dad and, you know, your kid makes you a Green Lantern ring out of foam and glue, you are going to love that ring more than any other ring in your collection. How many have you made already? I have not made any yet, but I do have the foam rubber. <laughs> <laughs> At least you have supplies. Yes. That's gonna be in in uh your kid's baby book. Like like Lauren's gonna put in oh here's his first whatever his first shoe his first hair from his haircut. What uh, you're gonna be like here's the ring I made him when he was six months old. <laughs> here's the one I made him when he was nine and a half months old. Here's the ring all the way up through college. <laughs> Once he gets a little older, I'm going to go on Etsy and, you know, find somebody that knits, like, you know, cool geek stuff and see if I can have her knit, you know, why well, I'm assuming that it's a woman, because it usually is. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can uh, find that person. Listen. That's Jim at LanternCast.com. Listen, I know how to knit and crochet myself, but I also know that most women that I know that knit and crochet do it a lot better than I do. So. Jim there. at com. But yeah, <laughs> like, I, I'd like to have, like, you know, uh, a hand-knit Green Lantern ring that he could wear as, you know, like a one-year-old. Does your kid have a Green Lantern onesie? Actually, he has a Green Lantern onesie that he got from John Godwin and Rachel. Ah, that's right. That's right. And, uh, I forget what size it is. I'm not sure if it's like 6 to 12 or 12 to 18. Uh, but I know he, he doesn't fit into it just yet. And then my uh, my brother's friend, who you know is also you know a good friend of the family, him and his girlfriend ended up getting us. It's this. It's a black onesie with the Green Lantern symbol on it, and it also comes with like a green cape. With the Green Lantern symbol on it that attaches via Velcro to the back. That sounds too epic to exist. It, Did this 
did they custom make this or where did no, this come No, no, they found it at Great Adventure. I guess they went to Great Adventure near the end of the summer and at that point we already knew that we were having a boy and it announced it. So, you know, and they knew how much I like Green Lantern. It's it's so cool looking, like that's I believe that's a six month. So he'll be he'll be able to fit into that very soon and I'm gonna take like a ton of pictures. You should wear it to Super Show. If he fits into it at that point, yes. <laughs> okay, how much stuff do you have left, Jim? I have I have one more idea. Okay, well then let me knock out um, a couple of these things so I can just have one more thing after yours. Um, well, actually, I, I do have another one, so you know we can. So he has two. Yeah, I can two. Just a lot. I'm going to knock out four things right now. Um, <laughs> Go to the bathroom, um, everybody. Uh, the the first two I'll just throw out really quick. I won't give too much explanation. You can give uh, your Green Lantern fan, and I mentioned this the last time I was on a gift-giving guide, uh, tickets to a convention um, where they can you know, meet some of their Green Lantern fans or if the or their, their Green Lantern creators or you know, if none of them happen to be there. And look hard, people, because I promise you, there, uh, you know, on Austin Comic Con, you wouldn't think there's some there, but I found three of them. <laughs> um, uh, it, they, they at least get to immerse themselves in the comic world. Uh, and while they're there, they can go check out some of the artists and get the second thing I was going to throw out real quickly a commission um, from one of their favorite, uh, an artist of whom's uh, style they actually like of one of their favorite characters. Um, and depending on uh, what kind of convention you're going to, what the crowd's like, what the artist is like, you can get a commission of uh, your favorite Green Lantern character, a, a pencil commission, sketch, whatever, whether it be just face or torso or whatever, anywhere from free to whatever the price it is they name. <laughs> so uh, I'd suggest that. Uh, but the other thing I was going to mention um, as with the Green Lantern rings and as with the DVDs, I mentioned kind of paring down my collection to stuff that's small and manageable, even though I don't have a kid and I'm not married, I'm kind of already doing that, just kind of paring down everything into smaller things that I can actually take around with me and take up less space. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and suggest the, uh, as of right now, con exclusive or eBay slash graphic, um, whoa, graphic something. Graphics, uh, shit, I don't know the name. Graphic Lee? No. No. The DC Collectibles Green Lantern 2-packs that are coming out in conventions now. Oh. Oh, Graffiti Um, Design. Graffiti Designs. There you go. Yes. I don't know what I was thinking graphics. Um, They are 3.75 inches, and they're just little highly detailed action figures. As of right now, there's like a... uh, uh, Green Lantern, Kyle Rayner, and Kilowog. There's a Red Lantern, Atrocitus, and John Stewart. And I don't know if there's another one out yet or not. There's not. Um, but as far as we know, they should be releasing a few of these. And as of right now, you can find these online all over the place uh, uh, for various prices. And just to follow up with that, uh, actually, as we record this, I'll be posting within like the next day or so... Um, Mark Marble did a product of the week on the Atrocitus and John Stewart two-pack. Oh, nice. So, you know, as of you listening to this 
you can go to the website and see the full write-up on, you know, that particular set. And actually, I think I had pictures and a write-up of the first set uh, when that was first announced on there, too. I think that's under news. But um, it, on the backs of each box, you can see which ones are coming next. And mm -hmm. the next set is going to be a good one. It is going to be Guy Gardner. Which, in and of itself, is probably going to be enough to get people to want to buy it. But it's also coming with Larflees and Glomulus. Uh, uh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Yeah. I have to find... It, tell me there's a picture of this somewhere. <laughs> well, there will be once I post the uh, <laughs> the product of the week. Well, alongside the... Uh, um... That those two packs, I wanted to mention one other a small thing that I own myself. The Green Lantern related lead figures. Um, we've mentioned these multiple, multiple times, and for God's sakes, if you don't have them, you really should get them. They cost less than a statue. They take up way less space. Um, I've got every single Green Lantern related one. Uh, I now including Aresia and Jade. Um, uh, I have all of them that are out right now, um, and there's a buttload of them. Um, the only two I don't have are the... Uh, I think I'm going to try and weasel in a Superboy Prime and Anti-Monitor to kind of round out everything and make it uh, a little more fuller. Um, but they're all over the place. They're anywhere, uh, as far as size is concerned, they're anywhere between 15 and about 30-something dollars. Um I think like Kilowog and Necron, and if you want to include Anti-Monitor and everything, those size lead figures are the more expensive ones, like the $30 ones. Uh, but the standard size ones are, um, what, about 15 Dan, something like that? Uh, yeah, like 10 to 15 yeah, yeah, depending on where you get it. Yeah, yeah well, they, they go for like, I think, $14, but some places will take the magazine part out and just sell the lead figure for less, and then sell the magazine separately. Fine, the me. magazines are pretty cool, though. Yeah, no, they are. I have I have all the Earth Lanterns except for Hal Jordan, not not Hal Jordan, Alan Scott and uh, Kyle Rayner. And if I could if I could find the Alan Scott, I would definitely get him because I got the it. The colors, yeah, the colors are on him are so vibrant. Mm -hmm. Um. I mean, I'd like to get Kyle at some point, but he's not, like, a high priority. Got him. He's a good one. <laughs> I mean, I can see, as of right now, I've, I can see Blaze, Deathstorm, uh, Black Hand, Parallax is awesome. Um, I'm not a big fan of that Parallax, because of the mouth. Um, me neither, but it's a small lead figure, so, you know. And plus, I like the way the cape kind of swirls around him a little bit. Yeah. Um... The only downside of any of these, I would say, um, the uh, if you want to get like you know just the new guardians, for instance, like I uh, my display, all the new guardians are up front. So I'm looking at um, looking over at the Indigo One figure. She comes with her little staff, but when I first ordered her, the first one I got in was broken because of that thin piece of metal. So on, on the ones with little thin accessories like that, you got to be careful. Um, like, I've also got Necron. You know, he's got his sickle, and he comes with little chains around his neck. Um, you got to be careful with Belize because of her bone wings. And the only other thing uh, is um, 
uh, Lysa Drac with uh, her uh, book of Parallax. Um, so some of these you have to be pretty careful with, uh, particularly, uh, or ones or, uh, figures that are particularly thin, like, um, for instance, Carol Ferris, uh, Star Sapphire, the way she's posed, her legs are really, you know, close together rather than, you know, kind of spread in like a standing stance or she's kind of like walking. So the way she's sculpted is like, she's got like a super thin frame. And same with uh, White Lantern Sinestro as he's kind of flying up into the air with his legs really close together. So the those stances of those figures are pretty thin. And we're talking lead here, so it's fairly easy to accidentally bend these. So you just got to be really careful with them. Uh, but otherwise, they're highly detailed and very vibrantly colored. So And cheap and small, so they don't take up a lot of space. Yep. And I have one more after uh, all of this. So go ahead, Jim. Okay. Uh, well... Uh, what you call it? The, the the final craft item that I have is uh, a comic art lantern. Now, hmm. you know how um, <clears throat> you can buy a Green Lantern battery, and it, it's you know they go for a, a lot of money. Um, yeah. You know, or you can make a Green Lantern battery, and hmm. you know it, it's it's fairly simple. You know, you get all the pieces and blah blah blah. Now, that stuff's all fine and good, but if you want to do something like a little bit more special, uh, just a little bit cooler, what you can do is you go to the craft store, you get a foam ball. You know, go for one that's maybe like six inches in diameter, eight inches in diameter, right around there. Once you have that, then you go to like a dollar store and you look in their Tupperware section. You know, almost every dollar store has, like, you know, super cheap Tupperware. What you want is something that's, you know, round and, you know, um, maybe like an inch thick. Um, you can also just get, like, a foam disc at, you know, the uh, the craft store, but you might be able to save a little bit of money uh, money with uh, going with the, the Tupperware route. Either way, once you have those two items, you know, you basically... You know, you're going to put them together so that they're going to look like, the, you know, the, the Green Lantern power battery. So you want to, like, try and find, you know, the sizes, the right sizes that, you know, is going to look the best. Now what you do is you get some Elmer's glue and, you know, you mix 50% Elmer's glue with 50% water. This is going to create a, a paper mache, you know, mix. And... You know, the, the the final part, and this is, you know, it could get expensive, but not really if, you, if you're careful. Because right around issue 200 of the Volume 2, you know, that was the Silver Age, Green Lantern, Hal Jordan. Right around 200, they started making a lot of them, and a lot of those issues ended up in 50-cent bins. Well, if you get a bunch of them, you know, get a, a decent stack and cut them into strips, you can create like paper mache with Green Lantern comics. And if you create the paper mache around these foam pieces, then what you end up creating is this hard, solid shell around, you know, what is basically the shape of the Green Lantern power battery. Um, once the thing is, you know, all done, then you can get like green uh, tempera, tempera paint and then just go really quick over the whole thing 
so that you don't completely cover the comics underneath. You're just tinting the whole whole thing green. Well, you take this thing and you know you you know you give it to somebody. You know you spray it, finish whatever you know whatever you want to do, and somebody now has a display piece. It's like a power battery made out of Green Lantern comics. That is a that is a cool idea. And I highly suggest people do it. But it just just in case someone wants a regular power battery, um, I saw this video a long time ago, and I just found it again on YouTube. Uh, it was posted back in uh, July uh, on July 9th of 2011. Um, uh, ETM exploring the multiverse, the podcast or video cast, whatever you want to call them. Yes. Um, they they did a video called "How to Make a Green Lantern Power Battery." Um, as you were talking, I was looking for that gym. Uh, just so if, if you guys want a good a good video tutorial on how to make a as close to comic uh, accurate as you possibly can get it uh, power battery at home, this video is a great way to do that. So it's called Exploring the Multiverse, Episode 40: How to Make a Green Lantern Power Battery on YouTube. So. If you have the chance to check that out, I, uh, uh, you know, d- if you want to do what Jim says, that that's cool. It sounds like an awesome idea. But if you prefer just a standard power battery, that's uh, another option too. And of course, you could probably, uh, I'm sure you guys are all creative enough to, if you prefer to make a Red Lantern power battery or something, you can um, do, you know, make modifications here and there to this video uh, video suggestions, or you could just go to the website and do the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was that. You know, I did make a red lantern power battery <laughs> and create a whole tutorial on how to make that. Is, that. is that still on the website? Oh yeah, yeah, that's definitely that's still there. And I, you know, I have, I have something else to add to the tutorials. It's just that there's so many steps and so many photos to it that it's just it's so difficult to organize. But eventually, there will be something else in the tutorials that will be very cool to check out. And it basically has, like, the details down to, like, you know, the item. So you know exactly what to get and exactly what to do. But, yeah, like, you know, that's those things are great if you want, like, a replica power battery. But if you want, like, a power battery that's also, like, Green Lantern art, you know, that's, that's basically, you know, what my idea is, is for, you know. Paper mache is half glue, half water. You just dip the the, uh, the strips, the comic strips, in the uh, the mix, and lay them flat over the structure. And when it dries, it's you know it's nice and solid. You know. I like to think someone out there is going to make one entirely out of covers to Green Lantern 220, which is the Hal Jordan passed down the snow cover that you find 20 of every time you ever look in a long box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if you go for like the older issues, the you know the comic pages are more newsprint, so it works better with that. Um, and and just if you guys are too lazy to check out YouTube and just look at the title, I uh, <laughs> I told you uh, I just posted it in the uh, on the Lanterncast Facebook page the uh, video I was just talking about on YouTube. So just look for the when you hear this the post that we put up on November twenty fourth. So, um, my turn. Yep. Yes. Okay. My last one is probably no surprise if you know me and 
what I have to mention every time we bring up anything Green Lantern merchandise related. Um, the DC Direct Green Lantern movie Hal Jordan Emerald Energy Statue. <laughs> nice. Uh, this is the most amazing piece of, uh, of Green Lantern merchandise there has ever was. Um, it is essentially, if I can describe it as best I possibly can, it is uh, the movie version of Hal Jordan, um, you know, as portrayed by Ryan Reynolds. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> go on, go on. Uh, and. Uh, uh, we see Ryan flying up from a swirling vortex of emerald energy. <laughs> now, basically, it's uh, it's the Ryan Reynolds Hal Jordan. He's uh, you know, kind of jumping and slash flying up in the air while throwing a punch, and there's this swirl of uh, translucent emerald energy holding him aloft and kind of flowing around his body and over his fists, forming this giant construct fist. It's really, really cool looking. Um, it's highly detailed, and I get the feeling, and because I've never actually seen this thing in person, I'm thinking that it's possible since it's a statue. It's probably got like some sort of um, felt bottom to it, uh, or something like that, uh, or painted bottom. And I can't ha- can't help but thinking, since this emerald energy is so trans is this translucent material, that if I could just get this statue and peel off the felt or scrape off any black paint on the bottom of it. I could just set this thing on top of uh, uh, of some sort of light source and have the entire thing light up, and it would be amazing looking. Um, so, uh, yeah, uh, it's freaking awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, the DC Direct en- Green Lantern movie, Hal Jordan Emerald Energy Statue. Um, I think the last time I saw it on Amazon, it was like 99 bucks. So Yes, I just looked it up. It is. It's down, marked down from... Uh, 194. Yes. So I'm tempted right as of right now, <laughs> but um, <laughs> willpower <laughs> must be activated, and that I have other things I need to take care of besides buying myself statues. <laughs> but, Ch- but Chad, he has physical cuffs enabled. <laughs> <laughs> now, but this is by far my favorite piece of uh, Green Lantern merchandise currently, and. Uh, it shall be mentioned every time until either A, something better comes out, or B, I own it. <laughs> so nobody's going to recommend that Green Lantern car they made one of. <laughs> oh. Well, please. It's a great looking car, but, you know. We're not going to be able to afford that anytime soon. Nope. Uh, okay. Your turn, Jim. Oh, that's well. I mean, that was basically it. I mean, oh, the okay. only other thing that that I would suggest would be the War of the Green Lanterns two pack. What's that? It's uh, made from by Mattel. It's uh, got a Sinestro Corps Hal Jordan and a Blue Lantern Kyle Rayner, um, both in the six inch scale. Yeah, you know, this is the first yellow, you know, Hal Jordan that we've seen since the Graffiti Designs DC Direct San Diego Comic-Con exclusive. But, uh, you know, each figure comes with a power battery, 
the sculpts are great, the paints are great. I mean, they're they're very cool. I think the set is like uh, low thirties and ex- exclusive to Toys R Us if you can find it, because it's you know it's not that easy to find. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, it's it's a really cool set, and they're probably not going to end up making Guy or John, but you know at least. At least you can get a Blue Lantern Kyle out of the deal. So, and you know what? What the hell? The uh, animated series Saint Walker statue. My cat. Yeah, I have that. It's on my desk. You have Something it. Fucking rock. Yeah, fucking rocks. That's my official review. Chad yeah, saw it. it. Is, yeah, it is pretty cool. Um, I guess I'll I'll Kicks tease it. Ass. I'll tease it, but Mark Marble. Yeah. yeah, that's next week's product of the week. Nice. <laughs> you know what he's going to say? I know exactly what he's going to say. He's going to say it fucking rocks. No. Well, he's going to say it probably mostly rocks, but he does have one complaint about it. I know. I I bet I know. Is it a little detail? Yes, it is. And yes, people, I know what it people is. People are going to have to go to the website and look at product of the week to see what what that little detail is. Listen, I know, exa- I know exactly what this what is you're talking about. And I am perfectly fine with it. Okay. What could it be? <laughs> You'll have to wait. And no, no. Right, right now, Amazon has this thing for 99 bucks. It's normally like 125 But, I mean, really, if you're going to spend 99 bucks on a statue, you really should get the Emerald Energy Hal Jordan. <laughs> I don't know. That one rocks, but this one fucking rocks. Yeah, the same Walker was definitely the highlight out of uh, those three that they announced. Oh God, yeah. Mhm. All right, so so that's the 2012 holiday gift guide. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's probably good for tonight. Really? Yeah. Well, don't you have to leave, Chad? Didn't you like you have to go like play in a band or something? <laughs> yeah, secretly I'm a rock star, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What do you mean secretly? You've been bragging about it every time we get together. <laughs> hey guys, oh sorry I'm late. I was busy doing rock star stuff. That's, that's what you would say. Uh, whatever. <laughs> Alright. Okie doke. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can do so. Lanterncast at gmail.com. Uh, we have a website, lanterncast.com. Uh, Twitter, Facebook page forums you can get to all that from the website uh, we all have uh, our own email addresses if you want to contact us separately jim chad dan james jason at lanterncast.com um, we have a voicemail 708 lantern and uh i think that's it we're on itunes and stitcher we are indeed and uh, coreconjecture.blogspot.com. Oh, actually, if they go to the website <laughs> now, there is a blog mm-hmm. button. Two. Oh, no, I, mean, I thought you were talking about the website-exclusive blogs. No, you can go to the website, and up top on the menu, there's a blog button with a pull-down so that you can either go to Jason's blog, uh, G2E2, Grice's Guide to Emotional Enlightenment, 
Uh, you can go to my blog, which is Bright Ideas by Jim Ford, or it will. There's a the Core Conjecture link, which will take you over to Chad's blog, Core Conjecture. Mm-hmm. And if Dan made a blog, then his would be up there too. I keep trying. I'm just. I'm not a blogger, okay? Yeah, I think James is probably going to have his blog up before you. He should! He This guy spent months traveling the world. He blatantly has interesting things to say. Yeah, James really had interesting things to say before that. Listen, when we do the holiday whatever it is, the wrap-up thing, yeah. where once a year we, we remind ourselves we have friends, yeah. can, we, can we get huh? James... Can we get James on that? Because yes. we haven't talked to him in a long time. Yeah, no, I actually already talked to him about that. Sweet. Listen, I'm on top of this stuff. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's something we're not used yeah, to. Yeah, no, well, it's, this is one of the few things that I am on top of. I don't think anybody's used to Jim being on top of anything. Oh. Literally or figuratively. hey <laughs> the, These are the jokes. Yeah. Whatever, whatever yeah, you gotta tell yourself, Chad. That's that's quality right there. Quality comedy. Listen, don't quit your rock star day job. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm gonna go rock out. Uh, yeah, yeah. And um, what you go? And honestly, the best gift that uh, you know a Green Lantern fan can receive for Christmas is you guys. Uh, no, a new son. He means this. I was going to say, I think he means his kid. Yeah. New son, <laughs> somebody to share Green Lantern with. Pass the torch. Yes, yeah, so if you know a a guy in his late 20s, 30s, maybe 40s in Jim's case, who what? just doesn't have a kid, early you 30s. should... Im- you, early you should, 30s. You should impregnate him. That's how that works. Oh, God, I... I don't even, I don't know what you just said, and it, I hope I distracted our listeners away enough to not be paying attention to what you just said. I thought he was offer. I was, I thought he was about to offer up uh, James as, uh, as a collateral or something. <laughs> PayPal, PayPal me, I will deliver you this baby, no. <laughs> Selling children via the podcast, awesome. I, I'm glad we've reached new heights. Uh, well, I'm glad we're ending now, because I can only imagine <laughs> where we would go from here. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Good night. <laughs>
We should uh, throw up as because... much as we can possibly throw up. <laughs> then I'll be pretty, right? I'll be pretty. <laughs> oh. No, uh, 